Hello and welcome back to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various current events and areas of ministry in the church. I'm your host, Troy Cash. Today I have with me Reverend Brian Bolt, Associate Minister to Seniors. Reverend Bolt, how are you? Very well, Troy. Great to be with you today. I'm glad to have you. Uh, also with us is Senior Ministry Coordinator, Mrs. Janet Altman. How are you, Ms. Jen? I am well. Good to be here, Troy. Glad to have you as well. Thank you. We also have with us the senior ministry intern, Ronnie Hull. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. All right. So I'm glad to have all you guys with us. We are here to um, update the congregation on things that are going on within the seniors ministry. Um, we've got quite a bit that's going on. I've got in front of me a list that we presented to the Seniors Ministry Committee in December with quite a few different things, so feel free at any time to mention any one of those that you guys are involved with, that you're excited about. But I've got a few questions that I thought would be interesting for uh, the members of the congregation to learn about, to know, even if they're involved currently or if they aren't currently aware or, or need updated, it would be good for them. So the first question I've got is for... You, Brian. So a group that, if you will, you've reinvigorated uh, is the CIA. Could you talk a little bit about the CIA, which is probably not what most people listening are thinking it stands for? I'm sorry, Troy, that's classified. <laughs> it, does, it does stand for, uh, it stands for Couples in Action. It originated with a, a group that was very active years ago in our congregation called Adults in Action. And for whatever reason, that group faded away for a few years. But we, uh, we found out in our recent senior ministry survey that a lot of uh, adult couples uh, were interested in forming something like CIA again. And so we toyed around with a few names and we thought CIA was nice and snappy and, and catchy. And, uh, and also perhaps a little bit clear about what the group is. It's for couples, um, married couples, 50 years of age and older to get together for uh, fellowship and service and prayer. That is our sort of three-pronged identity. And it's been a real joy to see this group reform and, and reinvigorate a little bit. Mm, yeah. I remember the last time we were talking about the, the CIA, I think you mentioned that a certain number of the groups were particularly excited about the service aspect, that they were, they were getting to do some, some projects together. How, how are those going? Yeah, that's been very refreshing um, that this group wants to be not just about itself. Um, and there is obviously a place for fellowship and mutual encouragement. But um, the leadership, the steering committee for CIA is very, very passionate about getting involved in some uh, ministry outside of ourselves and mm -hmm. serving the community and so forth. So we're, we're kicking around some ideas for uh, a service ministry to adopt. And we are strongly leaning towards Ezekiel Ministries, mm. which focuses on mentoring youth, uh, particularly those that are at risk and, and need some guidance. So we're very excited about the possibilities that that may hold in the future. Yeah. So working with Ezekiel Ministries, would that be the, the CIA directly working with them or just supporting them inadvertently? Hopefully a little bit of both. Uh, we want to be supportive uh, in a general sense with Ezekiel Ministries. And also, and we'll see uh, where the Lord leads with this and how specific we get, but we also would, it would love to have individual couples mm. 
uh, or seniors to adopt and not adopt, but uh, but to mentor sure. actual youth. Not adopt in the formal sense. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that sounds great. So another question I had for you was pertaining to some of the visitation that you are currently doing and get to do. I know it's extremely different right now uh, with visiting members in their homes or perhaps on their porches or or maybe even just virtually or for a phone call. What, what are some of the experiences you've had with some of the members in visiting right now? Possibly some ways that that are difficult, more difficult than normal, and then maybe some of the ways that uh, you've really been encouraged in, in this season. Yes, great question. Um, I think at first we were very, very worried about the impact of not only COVID, but the quarantine aspect of that and, and seniors being isolated and so forth. And that that has made things difficult, and and we've had to to be a little bit creative in in how we maintain contact. I know at the outset the ministers and 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 to a great degree the interns as well were very very faithful about making phone contact. That was really our only, or at least our main contact with seniors for quite a while. Over the last few months, we have gone to. Um, making some face-to-face contact, but being very, very careful with that. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them outside on people's decks or porches or front stoops, and uh, usually for a very short length of time and, and, and a purposeful contact, take them a meal or, or a treat or a dessert sure. or something they may need. And also uh, partnering along with the uh, deacons in their meal delivery uh, ministry, which has been which has been very, very much appreciated mm. by our seniors, and, and it's been a joy to watch that. Something that uh, surprised me in a great way, Troy, was uh, seeing the extent to which our seniors are ministering to one another during this mm. time. Um, many times I will call or contact a senior, and they will tell me how many contacts they've had wow. from other seniors throughout the week. and. So, you know, it's a thrill to minister to seniors, uh, but another prong of our ministry is to minister with them. And Mm -hmm. it's a special joy and an exciting thing uh, to see seniors ministering to one another, calling other seniors or or going to visit in a safe way uh, or just, you know, writing letters and so forth. Um, There's so much of that going on. And so uh, I love the way uh, First Pres in general uh, ministers uh, one to another so well within the body of Christ, mm. uh, but particularly our seniors, I think, um, are, are doing a great job of that. And it, it makes what would otherwise be uh, impossible <laughs> yeah. to minister to so many people effectively. Yeah. It makes it very, very manageable um, because a lot of people are making a lot of contacts with one another and expressing the love through the body that way. So that's been a uh, an encouraging uh, surprise that I've seen. Yeah, that is year. encouraging yeah. to hear. My next question would be uh, for Miss Janet. So I know that you have been heavily involved and really excited about our newsletter. Can you talk a little bit about the new newsletter that you've gotten approved and started to send out? Absolutely. It is the Seniors Ministry Messenger. And we mailed out 350 copies to 350 homes of folks in the church back in right after Christmas. That was our January, February, March, first quarter edition. And no one has contacted me and asked to be removed from that list. That's good. And yet 10 other people have said they'd like to be added to the list. So we're up to 360 that will be mailed late in March 
It'll be the April, May, June, second quarter edition. Very excited about that. We are going to branch out this time in our next edition. We're going to have a crossword puzzle. All right. I mean, what is a senior's newsletter without a crossword puzzle? Excited about that. And we're also going to ask for for the next edition, trying to get some a small short article for, from Dr. Ross. He's going to be speaking at a big event in March mm-hmm. at our Catawba Presbytery Senior Connect Day. And not everyone will be able to be there for that. So we thought we'd maybe ask him to write a little article, probably given the highlights of what he'll be talking about. It'll be sure. after the fact, sort yeah. of a little summation and get that same good information into people's hands. So we're excited about it. Um, if anyone does want to be added and be put on the mailing list, just let Janet Altman know, and she will add you to that list. We can mail out uh, up to 500, or we can mail out more, but that's kind of the cap right now. But sure. we've got plenty of space for that. I'm also putting some copies of the newsletter around campus. Got a little stand in the bridge mm-hmm. and a stand in the ministry building and the one over at, in the atrium. So pick one up if you're around. And doesn't matter if you're not quite, you know, a senior. You might find the the articles interesting. It's a five minute read, y'all. A five minute read. Yeah, and and it's with uh, pictures. And similar to to this podcast here, it keeps you updated with what's it going on does. in the seniors' ministry. I'm sure you are are uh, would never turn down help in any of the areas of seniors. That, that's ministry. right, absolutely. I also would like to say that when you put a newsletter out in advance for three months, invariably something will change. As far as I know, only one thing has changed that was put out in December, and that is we moved the date of an event from March 17th back to March 11th. Mm -hmm. And if you know, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm not going to say any more than that. But we'll be publicizing such a change periodically. But Mm -hmm. I feel good about the quarterly presentation of events. People get the big picture. They can put some dates on their calendars. They can see if their lives might fit with making a reservation. So I think it's a great tool. Looking forward to bringing it out uh, four times this year. Second edition will come out, like I said, the end of March for April. Nice. What are some of the uh, events that you're most excited about coming up right now? I know you mentioned the... um, The Catawba Presbytery. The Catawba Presbytery. Senior Connect Day. That'll be in March. But there are two other things in March that are exciting. Uh, one is uh, we're having a tea party for our encouragers. Now, the encouragers would be the other half of the couples in action. Um, singles over 50, the encouragers, they're having a, an Irish tea party nice. in March. And then we have the Catawba Presbytery uh, Day. But we also have a uh, lifelong learning seminar early in March. We're going to have it in the bridge in the college room, which is a new location for us. We've used Last year we used, um, well, in 2019, we used Wardlaw Auditorium a lot. But this time we're going to bring it a little closer to home, have it in the, in the bridge. So we'll hear from the guy from the Better Business Bureau, giving us some ideas okay. of how to verify that a company that might want you to hire them, that verify that they are legit and sure. honest and reputable and can be trusted. And some questions about how to put a review online okay. to warn someone else that maybe that's not a good choice Very for, them, for someone to do a repairs in their home or any number of things. So yeah. looking forward to March. It's going to be a busy month. We welcome any uh, senior adult to any of these activities. And off the top of my head, one event that I'm thinking of is the spaghetti soiree. Is that right? That's we coming up that here later in well. February. It is. We have um, 60 adults signed up so far. No, 62 adults signed up. And I'm told there are about 20 to 25 teenagers coming. So mm. we're reaching our cap pretty quick. So if anyone's listening and you still want to come to the third annual 
spaghetti soiree. The word soiree means an evening party, <laughs> just so you know. An evening party is a soiree. And, and, this how, is... and how is soiree spelled? S-O-I-R-E with an accent, E without an accent. Wow. Sorry. Well done. Uh, yes. So, yeah, the soiree is coming up, and that's going to be great. Dr. Robert Belding will be our keynote speaker, and he's just he's going to have a lot to say to our youth mm. and to we as adults yeah. to be aware of how God can use you in your vocation and beyond as you yield yourself to him. So looking forward to that. And I'm drawing a blank, Brian. It is February the... 18th. The 18th, 18th, thank you, which is a Thursday Thursday. evening in the Family Life Center. Still time to make a reservation up until the 11th, at which time reservations shall be closed. Mm. Looking forward to hearing our uh, musical talents of our our youth through that as well. Always fun to hear. That's right. Very talented group. I saw the pictures in our newly printed newsletter of last year's youth that were there, and it looks like it is really fun and interesting. It's a blast. Yeah. And it actually brings in an aspect of ministry that you've been working on, Ronnie, which is intergenerational worship. So uh, for those who don't know, Ronnie actually is in his last few weeks here as a pastoral intern. He recently received a call from White Oak White Oak Presbyterian, that's an ARP mm-hmm. church. And um, is it in Sonoya? I think they Georgia? would say Noonan, Georgia. Noonan, Georgia. Yeah. So... Your your position there is is going to be is going to have a, a large portion of intergenerational worship and ministry to families. So, what has been uh, some of the experience you've had here uh, with intergenerational worship, from seniors to members of all ages in the church? And uh, what are you looking forward to that you can take from um, the work you've done here in the internship yeah, that's forward? A, that's a great question. So, I did do two years of youth ministry as an intern and now a year and a half with seniors ministry as an intern. And I would say maybe the most important takeaway that I've had has been that the younger kids are more hungry for it mm. than maybe the seniors realize. Mm. So I, I want to, wherever I go, I'll be working with youth and family. Mm. So not specifically seniors, but families include seniors. Sure. <laughs> but I want to always remind the older generation that they are still needed Mm. and the kids may be a little too shy or not know how to ask, but they desperately want guidance Mm. Uh, and they may not act like it and they may not act like they're hearing or listening, (laughs) but they are. Sure. Um, So I I would say that's one of the biggest takeaways is the seniors desperately want Mm. to impart their wisdom, but they may feel that the kids don't want it. Mm -hmm. But from what I've uh, experience here and the, the churches I've been at the past, the kids are actually desperate for it. Mm. They just don't often know how to ask or uh, they might be a little too shy. Mm. So, you know, just in my limited research, I think it just depends on which church you're at. But sure. things like the spaghetti soiree that naturally provides uh, an environment where you can get to know one another. Yeah. Those things are powerful. Mm. And, uh, you may not see all the fruit, but as you do that over time, I think the Lord works mightily through those things and even yeah. invisibly to our eye. But um, it's desperately needed. The wisdom from our seniors, mm. the youth, they, they want it. They're hungry for it. 
Yeah, that's so good. And even encouraging to me as a parent. And it's it's useful to hear, I think, for any of us who might be able to encourage one another. Encouragement with our seniors and just encouragement together with um, with ministering to youth as well. That's Absolutely. really good. Yeah. Well, I will ask each one of you the same question, which is how can we all be praying for you and your area of ministry right now? So I'll, I'll pitch it back to Brian. Brian, what, what are some ways we can all be in prayer for the seniors' ministry? Pray for uh, endurance. COVID has been a, uh, it's not all bad at all. Um, there have been many, many silver linings. I think uh, our church has grown uh, in its ability to use uh, technology among seniors. Um, and, and maybe COVID gave us a little push in that direction. Uh, but it, it's it's straining um, to our, our seniors and to us at times. So continued focus and uh, renewed strength and endurance for the mm. long haul, I think, um, would be appreciated. Thank you for asking. Mm. Absolutely. Janet, what do you think? What are some ways that you see particularly right now that um, we could be in prayer on behalf of your work and the seniors ministry? The phrase that comes to my mind is um, we need to have ears to hear. That involves literally having time to listen to people, but also hearts to understand. Mm. And I would make that a prayer request as we work with the seniors, as the people look to help seniors or be friends with seniors in general to seek for themselves ears to really hear and a heart to understand what you're hearing so that in turn you can be what is needed there because many times it's not the thing that you do necessarily it's your expressions of concern and affirmation and Mm -hmm. and acceptance and and thankfulness that mean the most and are needed the most by older adults so asking for that prayer for all of us and for one another we would have ears to hear and hearts to understand Mm. ronnie what are some ways that um that we might be in prayer for you and the remainder of your work here yeah thank you the lord never forgets us and he knows the number of hairs on our heads Mm. but it's easy in a church this big to feel that you might not remember everyone Mm. (laughs) and we would never want anybody to feel Uh, like they fell through the cracks Mm. and so we do need supernatural grace from the lord to remember everyone because of course the lord remembers everyone and as the body of christ we want we want to demonstrate that and put it into practical you know good works that we can do to encourage and show love Um, but i think all of us have that sinking feeling that there's somebody that we forgot Sure. Um, and so you can pray for that, that no one would fall between the cracks. Mm. Yeah. One one word that, that listeners might be able to pray for, if I may sum up. Ears for hearing, endurance, and empathy, mm. I think. I think sound um, like ways that we might be praying. And uh, I certainly will be. Um, I encourage our listeners um, to be praying as well. Ronnie, I'm sure that this isn't your parting goodbye to most of the the seniors. I'm sure that you'll be in touch with them before you go. But uh, just officially, we certainly will be in prayer for you, for your move, for your um, your call, the Lord's call in your life and, and the church at White Oak. And I, I'm sure we can safely say that we have some listeners and members of the church joining with us praying for what the Lord has for you all. Wonderful. Thank you. In the future. Yeah. Um, do you guys 
Before we go, have anything uh, that you'd like to update the listeners with? The members of, of course, the listeners are the members of our church, most likely. Anything you'd like to say or or uh, update? Not really, Troy. Thank you. This was a good overview. Yeah. We appreciate the opportunity to be here. Absolutely. Well, I thank you guys for being with me, uh, and thank you to everyone listening. And of course, we hope that you continue to be built up as the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.